Last Chance You is my favorite football show on TV. It's the it's the best. Last Chance You on Netflix is if you're going to watch any football show, you should watch Last Chance You on Netflix. And then the next best thing is All or Nothing, the Amazon Prime series. I, I hate Hard Knocks. I'm not a fan of Hard Knocks. I think it's bad. I think because the problem is that they release it the same time as player the season is going on, and that's way more of a distraction than it could be. So I, I'm not a fan of Hard Knocks, but I love Last Chance You. I love All or Nothing. And one of my friends from high school, Brandon B., is one of the quarterbacks on the newest season of Last Chance You. There were two quarterbacks featured on the show. It was Malik Henry and Brandon B., my buddy. Guy I used to train with, played at a rival high school of mine. Great guy, great family. And so I had him on the podcast. I got to interview him for about an hour, and we talked in depth. I cut a lot of it out because it was mostly just two friends catching up, and I saved about as much as I could. Try to tell you a good story because I share who he is, kind of what got him there, and kind of what was the show like, and all, all kinds of stuff. It's a really, I think, a very interesting conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Um, and I just wanted to say he's a great guy and I'm so grateful that he took the time to be on my podcast. He allowed me to share his story and kind of get his side of things out before the show comes out. And so I just am so grateful. And so I hope you enjoy my interview with him. I'm going to play that right now. Brandon, hello. How you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I, I want to say, man, first of all, thank you so much for uh, taking a minute to stop by. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. I look forward to it. Well, I guess before getting into you, because I want to hear your story in a minute. First, I want to ask you, though, what's you. So you're at Independence Community College is where you were at the time when the show was recorded. What's that like having it? I want to start with the show first. What's it like having a camera crew with you for an entire season? Huh. I mean, is it, is it weird? Is it distracting? Is it a pain? I'm curious what that experience is like. I think for me, you know, at first I was like, OK, you know, like that really kind of made me like look out for myself, you know, just kind of like, uh, make sure I did things right, which yeah. I hope I did. I hope I'm displayed on the show as a good guy. Um, you know, but it was weird. It was something you had to get used to, but after a while, like you really had no privacy. Yeah. I mean, I always made the joke. They were there when you had to go to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's what they do is yeah. they really try to portray the junior college experience. Is it in the way you think, or is it? Because I have this theory, and I'm curious to test it on you. I've always said hard knocks is a bad idea because hard knocks is it's released while you're still in the season, so it's it's literally you know what they're talking about, and it's it's you're being your story's being told publicly in the middle of your season. Whereas last chance, you they release it months later. It's it maybe less distracting. Is that kind of theory correct? What do you think about that? Actually, it's about it's close to a year later, but um, yeah, no, I can understand what you doing with hard knocks. I mean. I, I love it. I still watch it. But last chance you, um, it's more of a, I don't think they portray enough of the season. I think mm. they more try to show relationships and the hardships that, you know, some of these guys go through with the whole junior college process. And, you know, um, I do think the show is a little biased. That's just me. Yeah. Um, they tend to go for the guys that, you know, are the big bounce back. Well, they look for the big story, right? I mean, that's kind of the human. The big story, yeah. yeah. But that's not where some of the biggest stories are, you mm. know? Because, I mean, for those kids, I mean, for an example, you get a guy that he's a bounce back from SEC school. They're going to be all over that. Yeah. Why? Whether he's great because or not, he's a better story on paper. Yeah, because more people are familiar with him and his situation, whereas yeah. you'll get a guy that came from nowhere, lived yeah. nowhere, and he'll just end up balling out, and it'll blow up, but he's not going to get that exposure on the show. He'll be on the show, but he won't yeah. get the Are there exposure. any guys like that from your season? Are there any guys that stood out that weren't maybe gotten given the recognition? Not really. They really focused on five guys on the team. Yeah. Um, I wasn't one of those guys, but um, I, I played about half the season, um, and I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah, no, I'm excited to see what the story they tell is. But no, the I mean, I like the show. I'm a little, I'm I'm excited and not excited. <laughs> are you, are you nervous a little bit, maybe? A little bit because you know, I mean, I was around some people that weren't making the smartest decisions. Mm. Um, you know, and I didn't make any bad decisions. Sure. You know, I thought I was a good kid. I was good in school there. Yeah. You know, I did what I need to do and. You know, that's why I was able to be successful. 
Um, but there's a bunch of reasons you can go junior college. Yeah, ex- well, exactly. There's people with your scenario. I'm curious what your story is too, but there's some people that academically couldn't make it. They got hurt or something happened physically, or they just were looking for a place to showcase their skills. Yeah. So that's kind of what you get is those three scenarios. I mean, you got also kids that, you know, they messed up, got arrested in yeah. college, yeah. you know, and their only option is to go down and do junior college for a year. I'm, I'm curious. What's a junior college locker room like? What, what's a locker room like at a junior college? Because you have so many different stories and different backgrounds. It's very untraditional. It's, um, now you're talking like game feel or just... I, I don't know. I answer that however you want. And I don't want to get you in trouble, so don't say anything like that. But I'm, I'm curious because I've had friends that have heard really good things and I've heard really bad things. And I'm curious what your experience was. I think for us with the last chance you thing, it kind of amplified everything. Amplified everything, yeah. Like, we could be down at half, and uh, you'd have guys just cussing people out and all that. You know, it just happened. You did, you just put more, did it put more pressure on having cameras around? Is that maybe a good way to put it? Um, you know what? Sometimes, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I felt the pressure sometimes. Um, you know, I mean, there's times where, you know, uh, I'm not sure if you're really familiar who, who I was playing there with. Was a guy from Florida um, State, right? Some uh, something he, like that. Malik Henry. So yes. he yeah, was in my yeah, yeah. class. Yeah. And um, we had a bunch of guys. Let's just put it this way. <laughs> well, there was guys that were that were brought in that were – we had a bounce back from University of Tennessee quarterback. Yeah. Um, he only made it a week. Mm. And then he tried to fight the head coach. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, it, wow. I mean, but this stuff happened all the time Yeah. Now. I mean, you'd have practices where you'd just be chilling, and all of a sudden, you know, a fight would break out. And you're just like, what the heck? You had dudes that were in gangs sometimes. You had dudes that, you know, would sell drugs when they weren't doing football. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was just a totally different experience. And it was really eye-opening. And I think the show, I don't know if the show really get into that. I hope not, because that'll hurt those people's... um, Yeah. Well, how people see them. Yeah. Is that, that's the best way I can put it. I'm curious. I, I guess my next question would be, how does a guy like you from Vancouver, Washington end up in... Because you, your, your story is kind of interesting. You went all over the place. You went to Tennessee, Montana, then then Independence. How do you end up at Independence Community College? What's your route there? Well, you know my high school story. We played against each other yeah, in yeah, high yeah. school. I'm a fan of yours, um, by the way, man. You're, you're such a good dude. I love your well, dad, by the hey, way. Your dad's we awesome. To, we used to go to Air One together uh-huh. yes, and sir. compete. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember the first time I met you was actually when you were transferring to Skyview. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, sir. And uh, I remember John Charles introduced us. Yeah. John's a great guy. Oh, he's the best. Um, so I was went to Washington High School my freshman year. Yep. Then I moved to Evergreen for two years. Yep. And then my senior year, you remember Coach Don Johnson. Yep, the man. And yeah, the man. I'm telling you, that guy gets people places. <laughs> oh, he's the, he's a dude. He's so good at promoting his players. He's the best. He love that guy. He's he's such a good thing for high school people. I can't say enough good things about him because he's yeah. given me so many opportunities. And I mean, he's he's still helping out people. You know, yeah. it's just crazy. He cares about his guys, man. He's he's the best. He loves football and he loves helping guys out, and that's why I went and played for him. Everybody could say, you know, what happened to everybody. I don't care. That guy had a bigger impact on and off the football field than anybody else did at that time. That's so cool. Yeah. And uh, but he left, you know. Yeah. And he, um, did his thing, and so I went to Tennessee, and I actually physically moved away from my family for my senior year yeah. and went and lived with my godparents. Yeah. And it was such a great experience. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not going to get too much in depth into it. It looked but, fun uh, though, man. It looked like you were a star over there. Uh, it, it was, I'm telling you, football down there, it it's really like Texas football. Yeah. Well, the South just cares more about football. It's, it's the honest truth. I mean, I walked off the plane and I had a newspaper article about me. In Vancouver, you couldn't even do that. No, no, that's that's awesome. That's so crazy. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was definitely a new experience, and I got a my quarterback coach was an ex NFL QB, mm. Kelly Holcomb. Oh wow, yeah, I know Kelly Holcomb. Yeah. Oh, I love Kelly. So then I uh, thanks to Coach Johnson, and you know I had the film, so that yeah. helped. Yeah, you had good film. And um, you know he uh, gave me an opportunity, and Montana showed up. You know, that's it's awesome. funny because. 
if you would have told me my sophomore year of high school that I was going to end up at Montana, I would have told you we were crazy. It, it, because it's lower than you wanted or because it's higher than you wanted? It was lower than I wanted at the yeah. time. You know, and yeah. uh, I went through a humbling experience my sophomore year. I had a great sophomore year, and, uh, yeah. you know, I went through a little thing and hurt myself my junior year, but I bounced back from my senior year. Yeah. But I used to throw for, you know, uh, in a week, I'd throw for 10 colleges. I mean, yeah. Colorado, Colorado State, Boise State, Washington State. I mean, you were throwing for them all the time. Yeah. And as a sophomore, to get on their radar and be invited to their elite huge. camps. Huge. It, it is. I don't think people know enough about it. Yeah. And so. Um, yeah. Well, you, you left Montana, right? Is that. What happened there? So well, I went through out of high school. Um, I went through with my buddy Ray Green. Was my teammate. Yep. Oh yeah, Ray. We had a bunch of good high school experiences <laughs> together. That's awesome. And uh, it was kind of cool because I left, and then I came back. We we're going to be teammates, and then you know Kobe was there. Mm-hmm. Kobe. And then uh, Jaron Williams was there too, and yep. I played with those guys in high school. And so I was like, oh okay, you know the whole group's back back together. But I just didn't get an opportunity there. Yeah. You know, uh, I felt I was kind of limited because I mean they redshirted everybody they brought in. Yep. They brought me and another quarterback in, and they really thought the world of that guy. And me, I was like, I can compete against this guy. I'm just not getting the opportunity. Yeah. And That's so, what's interesting about was, football, man, is people don't realize how often that, that does play a part anyways, I guess. Yeah, no. If you don't get that opportunity, they're never going to see what you can do. Yeah. You know? And so... Um, it was difficult cause I really liked Montana. It fit me as a person. That's what I was going to say is, you know, I'm moving to Montana state uh, university for college and it seems like your kind of place. You're a hunting fishing guy. Montana's like great for the outdoors. I mean, Oh yeah. I mean, if I wasn't in class and doing football and I really worked hard on those, yeah, I was out fly fishing. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> that's just what I love to do. Yeah, it's that's my awesome. passion. You know, it's kind of like football. It's something I can do and fishing it's just something I go do to relieve stress or just, I don't know, just chill. It's a break. I do that all it's a break. Day. It really is, especially when you know what you're doing. Yeah. It's more fun. Yeah. Hey, what's but, the, what's, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. But so I left Montana and so I was looking for places to go. Yeah. And, uh, I got an offer. Coach Johnson got me set up with a junior college down in California. And mm. as you know, California, you pay to go to school in junior college. Yeah. But I would be throwing the ball and I get a great opportunity. Well, I was on set to do that. I would literally, the day that I was going to take off from my flight, I live in the Columbia River Gorge and we had freezing rain come through the day I was supposed to take off. So oh, I was all packed, man. ready to go. Yeah. Well, my flight got canceled and uh, got a call from this guy who really became a great coach. His name's Jesse Ornelas. He was the OC at the time, got moved to running back coach when I came in. Mm. And uh, he was at Independence Community College. And I was like, what? I've never heard of this place. And they're like, yeah, we're in Kansas. And they sent me a PowerPoint of all their facilities and stuff. And I looked at their record, and we were the, they were the worst team in the NJCAA. I mean, KJCAA which is the Kansas Junior College Association. Yep. Yep. And they were the worst team there. And I was like, what? But they were like, they kind of sold it to me. Like, yeah, you'll come in, start, be the guy, all that. Sweet. You know, but as I've learned, nothing is that easy. No. So, but they were offering full scholarships at sure. a junior college. Yeah. Huge. So I told my mom, I was like, well, I'm going to save you guys money. Like, why not? I can go live for free and play football, basically. Yeah. And, you know, get my two-year degree when, you know, the goal was is to get it in a year. Get out of there in a year. Yeah. Let's go to the spring, fall, and get out. Yep. And uh, so I did that. And I remember I have grandparents that live in Tulsa, so I flew into Tulsa, and they drove me about an hour and a half. Just Independence is about 40 minutes, 40, 35 minutes from the Kansas border. Yeah. And so I remember... Um, we were driving out and I fell asleep I woke up and I remember pulling in to the college and I was just like where the heck am I like this looks like prison <laughs> this tiny I mean, little it, little town yeah 
I mean, it was it was January, so it's it's decently cold out there in the Midwest. Yeah. And I'm just telling. I mean, I remember waking up, and I was just from that day on. I was like, okay, it was almost like a countdown to how many days till I got out of there. You know, and I remember meeting some of the guys, nobody really big, and then all of a sudden I remember getting there and thinking I was a guy, all this and stuff, and I could be looking at my competition with other quarterbacks, and, you know, they were straight out of high school, and I was just kind of like, oh, I got this in the bag. You know, like, I just got back from college. Like, I have a totally different experience and, like, yeah, way more to offer than they do. You know, because they didn't get that offer out of high school or they didn't get that chance. And so, I mean, in my mind, that just didn't mean that they were good. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, Malik Henry showed up. <laughs> Florida State bounced back. Yeah. And I'm like, it's funny, though, because the first time I met him, I didn't know who he was. Mm. I mean, I remember talking to him and, you know, you call it just kind of checking like, hey, like what position do you play, you know? And uh, he's like, I play quarterback. And I was like, oh, where are you a bounce back from? He's like, Florida State. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I got my work cut out for me. But <laughs> everything just intensified immediately, probably. Yeah, it was like, oh, crap. I remember calling my dad. And I was just like, yeah, they probably had Malik Henry. <laughs> and I was like, but I, at the same time, I was happy. I was excited. Yeah. How come? You know, because I was like, I was like, I got to compete against one of the best quarterbacks that was in my class. Yeah. And I never got that opportunity to go to the Elite 11 when I should have, or I should have done this. And I was like, this is a great opportunity. Like, you get to compete and show, like, where you stand. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 I was nervous, but I was also really excited to just show and push myself. And uh, Malik, he's a good guy. I mean, he didn't want to be there, so you kind of saw the worst side of him. But I didn't want to be there either. But I just wasn't that type of person where, yeah. you know, I acted out or things like that's just not the way I was raised. Yeah. Um. And it, it was it was very interesting. Um. But I, mean, I remember. Yeah. Go ahead. Spring ball started, and uh, he would get in trouble, you know, or they wouldn't be moving the ball or something like that. And you know, I get an opportunity, and I was like, "Hey, I'm getting an opportunity. Like, why not?" Like, this is a competition between me and him. And, you know, I did that. And at the end of the spring, I was the number one guy on the depth chart. That's and awesome. I was I was so excited about that. I remember, you know, he wouldn't move the ball. I'd come in and start completing passes and moving the ball. And i get comfortable. I haven't been that comfortable on a field. You know, it just came so slow and easy to me because I was able to put all my time and energy into the football. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we had a quarterback coach at the time who he didn't care where you were from yeah, at all. He didn't give a crap. He said, if you can play, you can play. And I liked that because for once the cards were evenly stacked, Yeah, you know, and Malik, he would act up and, you know, he'd cuss out the coaches. I've never seen a kid do that before. Get away with that type of thing. Yeah. It's completely and, uh, inappropriate action normally, especially for a quarterback. Here's the catch too. Um, the head coach um, who really ran the show. I mean, yeah. this guy is a character. I like Coach Brown. I have nothing against him. We just didn't see eye to eye. Um, and what happened was him and Malik, Malik was his godson or something like that. Mm. So there was a connection there, you know? Yeah. So, you know, me being like, okay, you know, I'm like, but then I was being realistic with myself. I'm just like, it doesn't matter how good you're going to do. They're going to give him many opportunities. It doesn't matter how much he messes up. Yeah. So I just told myself, you got to be perfect, you know. And uh, I kind of took that to heart. Um, but uh, they fired that quarterback coach. Oh, and, you lost uh, your fair chance. Well, kind of, yeah. So they brought in this new guy in the summer. And I remember meeting this guy, and it was me – the bounce back from University of Tennessee and Malik Henry, and there was a freshman. Um, so me in the room, I'm like, uh, there's three of us that are bounce backs. And we're like, okay. You know, the Tennessee guy, uh, he, I think he was like a backup for two years. But yeah. still, that's pretty good for SEC sure. ball. Yeah. I mean, and Malik, you know, his top kid in the class, probably would 
nah, I don't know if he'd be playing at Florida State. Francois is there or whatever. Um, and he's a heck of a quarterback. But um, so it's us three in the room. And it got competitive. But the Tennessee guy tried to fight the head coach because he didn't feel like he was getting treated fairly enough. Oof. And so that he was gone in a week. So I was like, it's down to me and Malik again. You know, but this new quarterback, I'm telling you, this guy, uh, I'm trying to keep this, you know. As, well, we don't, we don't have to go there if you, if you don't want to. I mean, we don't. No, 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 no. But, I mean, I got to tell you how it is, though. Sure, yeah. Because pe- people aren't going to know. They're going to think, oh, you know, you did this or did this guy. You want to get your side of the story out. Yeah, this guy essentially was there to babysit Malik Henry. Got it. Head coach, sure he went, Head coach or quarterback coach? Quarterback coach. Got it. Like this guy literally, his name is Frank Diaz. And uh, we never saw eye to eye. Yeah. I mean, I'd make a hell of a throw and then he'd rip me for it. I'm like, that was a 40-yard dime in between two safeties and you're <laughs> going to rip me for that. But I'm like, okay, Malik can throw an interception and nobody says anything to him. Yeah. So it really, it really ticked me off and made football not as enjoyable, you know, because well, it got it's, to the point It's frustrating. Where, I was in that situation in college. It's frustrating when you feel like you're not getting a fair shot. It, it just, no, it's so. You're, you're able to tell. Like I've yeah. been around enough college coaches and things to know when somebody's just giving me something that I want to hear. Exactly. You know? Yep. Versus where somebody that really cares for you. Yeah. You know, um, and this was even, all this was before the season. So I just met this guy. So I still have a whole season to go with this guy. Yeah. And this is in training like, camp before the year started, right? This is fall camp. Yeah. Oh. So I'm just like, crap. So like my reps got limited, you know, cause they wanted, they said they wanted to go with Malik and I'm like, he didn't even have to prove anything. And I was like, my whole spring, I was beating him out. So for you guys to do that, I was just like, what? Because, I mean, how are you supposed to compete with a guy that gets seven reps and you get two? You know? Yeah. I mean, he has so many more opportunities than you, and you can be as perfect as you want, but running with the second group guys, somebody's always going to mess up, especially in junior college somebody's all they're going to forget what they're doing and you have to tell them and you can tell them as many times as you want in the huddle but once that huddle breaks you know you say the cadence and it's up for your guys to do what they need to do and if they don't do it it's bad yeah you know and it was frustrating um season came uh first game i remember i was thinking i was okay i'm gonna play yeah. You know, we're playing Iowa Western, who at one point in the season was ranked number one. Yeah, they're really in good. The nation. Yeah, Jordan Burney yeah, went we there actually. Them. Who? Jordan Burney, the quarterback before me at Skyview, went there. Really? Yeah, it's a weird did scenario. He, he, anyways. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we played them, and we got last chance you. Mm. Um. So they're all over us, and it was. Just, Iowa Western came in and literally smacked us. Just <laughs> disthrottled us. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was us. I think it was just too big of a moment. Mm. Yeah, We definitely, we had better talent. We had the talent because you got guys all coming in the summer. I had a running back, Joaquin Boyd, who was a bounce back from Texas A&M. Wow. I'm telling you, that guy was a freak. You know, yeah. I had offensive line. I had a guy from Rice. He's the biggest guy you've ever seen, Isaiah Edwards. I mean, this guy is a tank. I mean, we were positive receivers. We had speed like nobody's business. We just didn't have the height. Yeah. You know, we had speed, though. So if we got to them in space, they were gone. Yeah. Um, but I didn't play until I think the close to the end of the third quarter in the Iowa Western game when they were up by, like, 50. But they still had their ones in. So, you know, I hope they show it in the last chance you. But, you know, I ended up having – a touchdown drive and then a second one. And then my running back fumbled on the goal line. Mm. And we, that was the most we moved the ball all game. You, you moved the ball against Iowa Western and he didn't. 
yeah, he didn't. He threw interceptions, got mad, throwing his helmet everywhere, cussing people out. I mean, to me, that's it's just a head case. Yeah, you can't you look know? at that. Where's he and at then, now? Do you know? Uh, you know, I haven't heard anything about him. Yeah. I've heard, you know, little bits in here, but he's not going to independence anymore. Um, I don't know how he did academically. Um, and then I don't know. I heard something that he might be going to FAU, but I mean, it's been almost a full year now. So he's losing eligibility. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, that's tough. I know that the reason they brought that guy in, though, was really to make sure he went to class and was passing his yeah. classes. They were trying to and take then, care of him and babysit him, really. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you get it. You understand it. I don't know how well you know people listening to this will understand that. But uh, well, if you watch, if you watch Last Chance, you though, you know how that kind of show works and how some of the guys are and academically and yada yada. You got to kind of herd them. I feel like my situation was close to the. Uh, the guy from the first season uh, that ended up walking on to Mississippi State. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of how it was. They brought in, you know, the... John Franklin the, the third. Yeah, John Franklin. He'd mess up or not do what he was supposed to. And then, you know, last minute you'd find out, you know, you were starting and had to go, you know, do things. And I'm yeah. sure we'll get more into that. I mean, I don't know how much time you have. Well, no, I got forever. I'm curious, by the way, when you went to Independence, did you know they were going to have Last Chance U? Did you know that going into it, or did that show up later? No, we had no clue. Mm. Um, here's how it went down, actually, as well. We weren't supposed to tell anybody, uh, but <laughs> we were in the top three for the running. They came and sat down and talked to us and um, just kind of, I don't know, tried to get to know some of us and hung yeah. out with us. Yeah. And uh, I think we provided the best um, opportunity for them. I mean, we have so many personalities on the team. You have so many different stories. You have guys bouncing back from all over. Yeah. And so that was pretty cool. Um, And for me, you know, I was like, sweet. Like, I was like, I'm going to be on Netflix. Like, I was thinking (laughs) about how many Instagram and Twitter followers I'm going to get. You know, I was just yeah. like, ooh, I was like, okay, this is a good deal, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, if I really ball out on this thing, like, this is going to help me in the end. Yeah. It, it can and, give you publicity uh, that you need. Yeah. And not that I don't really need that. Um, I think I was more just kind of like sweet, you know, yeah. at the time. Um, wasn't, it, wasn't it a concern, though, at all? Not really. So... I think when they when I we kind of knew that they were going to pick us, they came and did our spring game, mm. brought out the cameras and all that. Yeah. And you know, of course, they you know put it on some of the guys, the mics and things like that. And um, you know, I got I got to talk down, I got to sit and talk with uh, Greg Whiteley, the director, and kind of tell him my story. And uh, you know, it was interesting. Um, I don't really come from hardships and things. I've just been all over the place. Um, I just talked about where I was from and what I did and what, what my goals were. What was your vibe from that meeting with him? With Greg? Yeah. It was good. You know, I mean, um, I felt like he was a pretty sincere guy. Yeah. He was, uh, I felt like he was pretty honest. I didn't feel like he was a guy that was going to screw me in the back end. Yeah. Um, and so I was able to, you know, talk with him and, you know, keep contact with him and things like that. And overall, I mean, he was a great guy. I mean, he's from Seattle. Really? That's cool. Yeah, that whole, that whole crew, I think, is from Seattle. Mm. And so just talking to him and being able to explain, like, where I lived and for them to be like, oh, yeah, because you're in the middle of Kansas. Nobody, like you talk to some of the kids on the team and they wouldn't even know where Washington was. <laughs> now I said they weren't the smartest, but I mean, it, there were some head cases. Yeah. I mean, guys, you were just like, Oh my gosh. But when they got the ball in their hands, you were just like, what the heck? Just get out of the way. Well, I'm curious. So what happened to you? So where, where are you now and kind of what got you there? What's, what's that story? Well, I, um, 
just finished up spring ball at Boise State University. Yep. Awesome. And um, I think I'm going to take a break from football. Really? Um, yeah. I uh, had a new opportunity or a new calling or I guess you could say God opened a different door. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing with Boise was is uh, I found out that Coach Johnson called me. Uh, I think it was home. And I wasn't going to Independence anymore. I was like, I'm done, you know, there. I don't need to go there anymore. I got my two-year degree in a year. Yep. Finished football. Like, It's just going to be the same scenario over again, so I need to get out of there. Um, I had a bunch of D2s, small D1s that I was talking to, but nothing that – I mean, I had one in Indiana, Oklahoma. I didn't want to stay in that area. Yep. I wanted to be closer to home because I want somewhere where my family can come watch me play. Yeah. And, you know, a place that I can do things that I love to do in Oklahoma, I eat bass fish and stuff. But besides that, that's all you can do. <laughs> yeah. And it's not very pretty and it's hot. And you got to watch out for snakes and things. And that's just not yeah. my cup of tea. Yeah. So I like warm weather, but not humidity. And I like outdoors and, you know, a place I can go sightsee. And so when Coach Johnson called me about Boise State, I grew up a Boise State fan. Yeah. I was, that was my dream school. Um, and so I, I am enjoyed my experience here, but I'm also ready for this new door. And I think I'm going to go military. Really? Um, yeah, I'm going to join the army national guard and, uh, I qualified for flight school. Huh. So dude, congrats. That's um, huge. Yeah. So I'm going to take a break from school for about a year about this time next year i'll be coming back and um i still want to play ball but i've kind of lost my love for it yeah um it's been tough but i kind of lost it in kansas i was just kind of like i put in all this hard work and just to get screwed in on the back end i mean it's well it feels like it's not in your control it's kind of what it is yeah yeah. there's nothing i could do to control it you know um, and I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure we, we've all had experiences like that. And uh, I think as a football player, you need to experience that because it makes you a better player. Yeah, agree. Well, you got to have hardship. Hardship is valuable. Yeah, if, if you're just playing fun and all that, that's great. But, like, when you have something to prove and people to prove wrong, I mean, it's it's a whole different experience. Yeah. Well, first so, of, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no. Well, I was going to say, first, congratulations. My buddy just got into the Air Force. I'm so happy for him. I'm happy for you. That's huge. I think when you graduate, there's kind of three options. There's college, there's unions, or there's the military, and it's a great option. I'm happy for you. That's awesome. I, uh, you know, I, I, I always was kind of, I wish I'd walked on somewhere. I wish I'd tried that. Because I, I think what's cool with you is at least you, maybe you have some questions answered. For me, I wish I'd always, I always wanted to try more and I never did. And I always regretted that. Do you have any regrets? Maybe do you, how do you feel about that? Looking back like hindsight 2020 or not? I mean, one thing I really learned is football is just a business. Yeah, no, it is at this level. I mean, hundred percent. You can be the nicest kid in the world, but you know, if you're not out there doing what you need to do, it's tough. I mean, it makes you really, want to go back and appreciate high school football <laughs> yeah no 100%. What it is. instead of because i could tell you you know when i was in high school um you know i was just like oh this is, i just can't wait to get to college you know yeah the free gear nike all this you know like as much as i want but it's not really all it's cracked up to be um you get there and they own you yeah <laughs> i mean whether you're getting paid to do it or you're walking on to do it. Well, I think I think football is a great lesson about life. If I may, you know, I my my dream is to have my own company, do my own podcast, and have my instead of working for Fox Sports Radio or ESPN, I want to have my own thing, my own show. And it's so yeah, easy no, for me to I've always look ahead. A couple. They are they're pretty good shows. Thank you, I appreciate it. Well, you know, it's easy to always look ahead though. I I love this moment. I'm in my you know my spare bedroom making videos. That's cool. But someday I want more, and it's, so it's easy to always look ahead, wishing for more. And I feel like I did that with college football. I always felt like, oh, if I can just get to college, then I'll be happy. Then it'll be better. And you get there and you're like, oh, this isn't what I really wanted. And so it's kind of a good life lesson for me, at least it was. to Okay, I got to enjoy the moment. I got to enjoy the journey getting there. 
And if I could go back to high school, I'd say, Zach, enjoy being in high school. Enjoy football now instead of always looking ahead to when I get to college. Does that make sense? It's like I waited that far. No, I, I totally get what you mean. Yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, Montana was a tough experience. Boise, this is kind of something, you know, like it's not that I can't do it. I can compete. You yeah. know, I've done it. Yeah. I mean, I have the film to show it. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't play a whole lot in the spring game. I got one. No, I got two drives. And then both for touchdowns. You know, and one of them being a last play of the game, which was a 70-yard touchdown right up the middle. <laughs> That's cool. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's probably the uh, – they, they filled it up pretty good, the stadium. I mean, it's probably close to 20,000 there yeah. for the spring game. And it was a neat experience, but – you know, getting out there, you think you'd be nervous, but just to get on that field and actually do something good with it, you know, yeah, it was a, it was really a feeling you can't describe. What's the know? blue turf like? What's that like playing on that? It's pretty unique. Wow, <laughs> that's a good word. Unique. When you when you get here, I mean, it's blue turf. It's yeah. blue. You yeah. know, it's super hard turf. You don't want to get tackled on it because it's literally just concrete with turf on top of it. It's not like they say it is where the people blend in with it because on the field you see everything. Yeah, you know. Maybe yeah, up top. Well, it's like, it's like do but, the Ducks blend in with their green jerseys? No, no one no one gets confused no. with the Ducks. You see somebody moving on top of the turf. I mean, it's easy to tell. Yeah. Um, but, no, it's a unique experience and so on. I loved it. You know, growing up a Boise State fan, just say that I was a part of this program um, in a Montana's program. Um you know, it was, it, it was good. But I don't think I'm done with football, though. Do so you really You think you'll come back? See, I, I think, no offense, man, I think if you walk away, you're done. I mean, it's pretty hard to go back. That's what uh, I'm concerned about with you. Uh, I put so much into it that yeah. um, I think it could go a bunch of ways. I mean, I'm going to do my military thing. You know, I'm going to go to drone school in Arizona for six, eight months. And then I plan on coming back to this area and going to Eastern Oregon University. So that could happen. Yeah, that makes sense. You could play yeah, there. Yeah, it's a smaller school. You know, not, I mean, nothing against NAI. It's still competitive, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, it's just not the big Division One level. I mean, but, you know, I want something where I can relax and play and have fun, you know. Yeah. And have a good group of guys, you know, and friends. You know, I, I haven't really had that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have trust issues. I just, you know, I've been just screwed over so many times. That I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to hang out by myself. So, I mean, not to seem like a loner, but I mean, it's just what happens. When no, man, I'm a loner. So I get it, dude. Time. I'm such a loner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you know, so I think there, if I want to. Um, you can play there. You can play there for sure. Definitely, yeah, and I had a couple opportunities um, when I people found out I was leaving um, Boise and um, a couple of Division One spots, but I just it's kind of nice having a break from it. Well, I'm I'm curious, you know, if I can I get in your head for a second because I I know when I left football, I felt like I could go somewhere else, I could transfer somewhere else, and I could climb that mountain again. But it was such a mountain to get there, and, and climbing another mountain to get onto another team was going to be a pain in the ass. And I thought the idea of, well, if I'm going to climb a mountain, I'd rather do something like like make videos and build my own career than do football. Do you feel that way at all, maybe? Um, like, are, are you moving on maybe to your next step to go build a career? Or do you, are you going to, because you, right you can play going at Eastern, yeah. I yeah. am now going to build a career, um, military, and then I get my degree. But I still have eligibility. Yeah. Um, you know, Eastern's a great place, and, you know, I've reached out to them. I've talked to them, but it's not till next year. Yeah. And, you know, I feel no matter what they have, you know, I should be able to go there and, and compete. compete right away. Yeah, no, I agree. And have fun doing it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to have to look into three binders, <laughs> you know, three inches thick of playbooks. Yeah. You know, I'm probably not going to have to watch, you know, 30 hours plus a film a week 
Yeah. I mean, you're going to still do that, but not to that extent. Yeah. It was a full-time you know? job at division one level, man. It's, it's so people it don't is, understand. They, let's just put it this way for people that don't know your morning starts at four 30. You have weights from weights. You have some sort of stretching yoga team meal. So that goes, you get done with that about eight 30. Well, then you have conditioning at 10 and then you have class. That's like from 12 to two. When you come back, it's either practice, film, team meeting, or some special thing they got going on. But you're there yeah. in those facilities every day. All day. Yeah. So everybody's like, oh, the facilities look great and things. Have all these great things. Lockers look nice. After a while, you don't notice those things. <laughs> I mean, you're just like, yeah. okay, like, what do I got to do to play? Because that's the only reason I'm going through this. Yeah. You know? 100%. And so... Um, a lot of people don't understand that. They think, oh, it's college football and all that great. But, you know, another thing, too, is I think a lot of people think college football players are just meatheads. Yeah. I get that kind of vibe from the place you No, it's kind of University. what a lot of people believe. Yeah, it's like, oh, you just play football. And I'm like, what? Like, I take a lot of pride in that. But now I've kind of sat down and thought, thought about it. I'm like, okay, I understand why they think like that. Yeah. You know? Because that's all we do. If we're not in school, we're doing that. Yeah. Well, it takes your whole life. Um, it really does. And so I feel at Eastern, you know, I might even just walk on there. I don't care. I'd like to get some money, but yeah. it doesn't matter because the military is going to be, I'm going to do ROTC there too. Yep. So my school is going to be paid for. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about a thing. I can get a new vehicle or I can, you know, put a loan on a house. You know, I mean, those type of things I probably wouldn't be able to do it in Montana or Boise doing football. So, um, but I've reached out to the Eastern Oregon staff and I've heard from a bunch of other staff. I'm not going to name who, but, um, I mean, I could go play right now, but I kind of like the break. It's nice. Yeah. And it's not like I'm not working out. I'm not doing things. I'm staying in shape. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I actually, know you're working. I know you're doing stuff. Yeah. I'm always doing something. I'm training for the military. So, yeah. you know, I get up and run about two miles every day and go to the weight room. And I'm actually, my body looks better than it did when I was in football. <laughs> so, which is weird, yeah. you know, but I've also decided to eat right and do things like that. Yeah. And, uh, that's, yeah, that's really about it. So yeah, my goal is to, after this is possibly play football again. Who knows? Um, I might just, be done with it but i feel for that coaching staff there at eastern you know i'll come back i'll train with my quarterback coach if i want to and you know i feel i just need to throw maybe one throw and i think i'd be good there well i think what's wise is you're leaving your options open you can't you can't it can't hurt you to have the door open still does that make sense to say no, i might yeah, go play football totally can't hurt you at all no and you know why not it, it would be fun you know, yeah. it's a smaller level. They're competitive. You know, if you can just get past Southern Oregon, <laughs> but they still yeah. send teams to the playoffs. So yeah. there's oh, yeah. an opportunity to be very successful and you're in a great place. I love La Grand. Yeah, um, it's a beautiful place. I drive, I drive through there on my way from Boise to home, which I just did this last weekend. Mm. That's so, awesome. So, yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts? Else? No, man. Do you have any thoughts or reflections maybe about – is there anything left I guess you have you want to say? I just hope, you know, the last chance you think I, you know, did me and my family well. You know, I hope I wasn't uh, – well, I mean, hope language-wise, I hope I – because I was pretty mad at some points, and I got mic'd up for about three or four games of the season. Yeah. Um, and I think something else some people should know is – I probably wouldn't have played if Malik didn't get in trouble. Because mm. when he'd get in trouble, I would, you know, I'd have a whole half or I'd have a whole quarter where I yeah. just, you know, it was nice. But, you know, I felt like the odds were always stacked against me. I felt like, you know, I, there was one game, I hope they show it, but um, it was Highland and our game got canceled the day before because of severe thunder and lightning storm. We played it next day in a terrible, muddy field. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was awful. And so we ended up winning that game nine to seven. Yeah, and I scored our only touchdown. And I had 
you know, I had an interception, but, you know, they put Malik in, in the second half, and he came in and threw two interceptions, and that's all he did. And so we won. But, you know, you got no credit for it. Whereas if he did that, you know, they got credit for it. Yeah. So um, I just hope everybody kind of sees, sees it for what it is. But, you know, at the same time, I hope they understand that some of the short stories might not be made true. It's it's for TV. Yeah. Well, I worked I worked in production, man. I understand the, the they want to tell a narrative and they have an agenda. Yeah. So we'll just see. I mean, I haven't really talked to a lot of people about it. You know, everybody's like, oh, last chance you like you were a part of that. And I was like, yeah, like that's me in the picture. You know, like <laughs> I was yeah. like. Okay, like, like you just answered your own question, yeah. you know, and I'm just kind of like, oh, what are you doing now? And, you know, they hear that I went to Boise and they hear that I'm going to military now. And I mean, honestly, I mean, I got a different career path. Like I also have it set up to where, you know, I don't have to do football after college. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love the opportunity. Don't get me wrong. I feel like I could play in football I think it's a possibility. I mean, I think with the right shot, you know, the right opportunity, anybody can do anything. Yeah. I guess the last thing I want to say, man, do you, what would you tell a high school kid? Do you have any advice? Cause you, you've been through a lot. I mean, you've been through so much. What would you tell a kid, a senior in high school? A senior in high school? Yeah. Oh, well, a senior, you can't really do too much. Well, fair enough. Maybe a sophomore. Like what would you, cause I know I didn't get involved in the process early enough. And I wish I'd, I didn't, well, I wish yeah, I'd emailed I coaches. Really I wish I promoted myself. You know what would you what would you tell a kid in high school that wants to play college football? Well, here's the thing about those emails and things. Real quick, those <laughs> emails, those are the dumbest things ever. I hate emailing coaches mm. because they just they don't care enough at yeah. all. Yeah. I mean, they're just like, oh, cool, like you know, here, go to our camp pay us it's money for them yeah would you think so do you think a kid should wait back and wait for coaches to come to them or do you market yourself like because there's a weird mix it seems like unless you have a coach like don johnson promoting you it's pretty hard to get to school i mean i would think no it's tough i mean it's a good question i mean i've honestly been blessed with you know the people surrounded around me or found people that have helped me in my life yeah. um so i've had it nice i mean i know a bunch of kids that would kill to have the opportunity that i had yeah you know and um i mean i think to my parents sometimes they don't understand that i appreciate that opportunity but i was also i was young and dumb like i didn't know what i was doing yeah you know and as you get older you're like why did i do that like i literally if i just wouldn't have done that i would i'd be set up like what um well, I mean, let's see. My sophomore, the reason I didn't play my junior year in high school, um, I mean, I did it to myself. I I thought I had it. I was throwing for colleges. You know, I knew my junior year was coming up. I just had to put up the same number as I did, and I was going to get offers. Yeah. You know, I was throwing for Pac-12, Mountain West, all the time, talking to them, phone numbers. I mean, it was the real deal. And so it was Ray and me, and um, Kobe was going, you know, Justice. Yep. This um, is Murphy. You know, who's coming back to ball? You know, I'll be training with him a little bit this summer, helping him mm-hmm. and my brother get ready. That's cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because Justice is that kid. I respect Justice a ton because that man loves football. I've never seen anybody work as hard as he does mm. in football, and he he's he's a freak. I mean, oh, yeah, he's he's a I, he's a special guy. Yeah, I wish I would have used him more in high school. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like I kick myself because I'm like, what was I thinking? You know, <laughs> I have a, a freak, and I wouldn't throw it up to him in the end zone. I try to run it in or something like that, and I'd still get it, but you know, it would look better on film. Yeah. But um, no, I'd probably tell him just like you know, find people that have connections. It's all about who you know. Yeah. And that's how the game's played, and, and it doesn't hurt if you're six five. I mean, that's I don't want to discourage kids that are five ten, whatever, but. It was hard for me. I realized, you know, I'm I'm five nine. I'm not gonna play at Wisconsin. Like it's just not gonna happen for me. Yeah, but you should never limit yourself. Yeah, well, that's what that's you why know. I'm careful to say like I I don't yeah. want to limit people, but it's also like I, I, at one point I had to be realistic. I realized I'm not gonna get the same opportunity Sam Darnold is. And I trained with him. I met him a couple times. He's you know big, huge, thick kid, better arm than I had. He's gonna get more opportunities. Yeah, I always felt that I had the biggest arm. Yeah. 
And I still think that to this day. Well, I agree. You had better on than I did. <laughs> there's nobody that can outthrow me. Yeah. I mean, they say dudes that make 30 yard, you know, throws and they make it look like a lollipop. It's good. I'm just like, I can throw that on a dart. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, and, uh, my dad's always told me that. And that's just, that's how I got into quarterbacking. I just knew I could throw it a country mile. Like, yeah. You know, I was just like, that's how I got into it. Cause I was four, I was baseball, all this and that. Yeah. But if I could tell somebody something, I'd just be like, listen, just stay the course. Like, don't get lazy. Just go to the weight room. Like, show your teammates that you're like committed. And, you know, another thing is just, I don't know. I'm not really a whole against the dating in high school thing. So that kind of, I had the girlfriend, thought I found it. You know, I mean, we've all had girls like that, I'm sure. Yeah. But, um, Same. you know, don't give up everything just because, like, you're dating with them yeah. in high school. Don't sacrifice for a high school relationship, maybe. Is that what you would say? Yeah, I, I definitely, like, I definitely would skip time and go spend time with my girlfriend instead of focusing on football. My yeah. so- End of my sophomore year. But I also was really, like, confident. I knew I was going to go somewhere big. Yeah. You know, and so Coach Johnson, that was his way of punishing me. Yeah. You know, he brought he brought Jaron in and then switched up the offense. You know, it didn't matter if I came in and threw two or three touchdowns. It didn't matter. Yeah. So, but I can sit down with Coach Johnson and, you know, we can laugh about that because I still got to the level I wanted to get to. Yeah. And it's, I don't think it's done. I haven't hung up the cleats yet, but it's nice to, you know, just be able to focus on school. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing, too. Um Junior college athletics, they're just trying to get guys back up to the level they were at as fast as they can. Yeah. You know, um, whereas Boise State, academics are tough. Yeah. Um, no, dude, college is not, it's not easy to do two things. Trust me, as a guy who makes 40 videos a week, it is so difficult to do college full time. I have 18 credits and do YouTube. It's like impossible. It's so hard. Oh, yeah. Well, you go to Washington State, right? Yep. Currently. Okay. I have a buddy that just transferred there. Nice. Huh. He's, he's actually from Independence Community College. Really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's, he's a receiver. His name's Calvin Jackson from Florida. Calvin Jackson. Huh. Nice. He just he just got in. Like, he literally just got on campus. Yeah. But uh, he was one of my good buddies. We don't really talk that much anymore. But, uh, you know, at the time, he's, he's a guy. He was, he was kind of – he'll be one of the main guys, I think, on Last Chance U. Um, mm. You know, good guy. But – um, you know, one of, one of those little things, they, red carpet was out for him. You yeah. know, there's a bunch of guys like that, whereas the other guys, you know, concrete. Yeah. But, well, uh, yeah. it was a great experience. I don't have a lot of bad things to say about it. You know, I wish they would got some video of me bass fishing because I was killing that. <laughs> That's all I do. When I was in school in football, because, you know, you just like football was easy there. Yeah, you got the playbook down. Had this down. You didn't need to go watch film or do that. I mean, you did, anyways. But went do it all the time. But there'd just be days where you just didn't have to do anything, and I—that's what I did. Yeah, you know, I had I had it down to a pretty good science. So, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's really about it. I think my story. I mean, I think I could write a book about my story. Honestly, sounds like I it. have enough. Yeah, I have enough in it that I could do whatever. Um, I mean, not a lot of people really care about what I got to say, so it's kind of nice. Yeah, well, I wanted to give you a platform to say what you had to say. I, I wanted to hear some of your story, because I thought when I heard he's on Last Chance you, that's really cool. I want to hear what that was like. So it's been fun to get to know. I hope they show, you know, a good amount of me. But yeah. at the same time, you know, I played, so I know I'm going to be in there a couple times. But yeah. um, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> It, I'm just I, I'm just in a totally different place now than when I was there. Yeah, you know, like I hope that I I, I just hope that I didn't do anything dumb, which I don't think I did. You know, I didn't do anything where you know I was cussing people out and things like that. Like I might have been frustrated. And things, you weren't fighting anybody. You weren't. I mean, you were doing stupid, stupid stuff. No, I wasn't fighting anybody. I'm not the type of person. To do no, that. I know. I mean, no, I know. I'd break things up, but. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I mean, there are guys that had their own issues and things like that, but that wasn't any of my business, you know, and they came from a different place and I was, you know, I will say the show did bring out, like everybody became an actor, you know, 
you know, dude, this is the biggest thing they're ever going to do. Yeah. You know I mean? And, uh, like do people act differently when they're on camera? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it got to the point where it was kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, but overall it was a pretty good experience. I mean, I, I will say at the end though, when the cameras weren't there, it was nice, but I just feel like it put a big target on our back too. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure they'll do season four there because they like it there. It's a better place than, I guess, Scuba. Yeah. When I was talking to directors, I guess the nearest Walmart to them was like 40 minutes. Oh, oh man. So yeah, they, Scuba they is really, they were, tiny. They were really, There's nothing in Scuba. Yeah, they were really out there. So I was just kind of like, okay. Um, you know, and Greg, he's a great guy. I liked him. I loved, I mean, I had, you know, Coach Ornelas, um, great guy, you know, Coach Harris, great guy. I mean, I just didn't get a – I mean, I just got some backlash for going to Boise State from some of the staff. Mm. So they didn't they didn't have a good connection with Boise State. And so when I disappeared and, and just said I was going to Boise State to play football, you know, I got a nasty text um, from my head coach. So – Mm. which, you know, I didn't like, but I was just kind of like, I'm done. Like, I don't got to put up with y'all anymore, you know? Mm. And then, uh, so we'll see. Because I could have stayed. They tried to get me to come back for another year, and I was like, I got my two-year degree, and I am out of here. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't need to be here at all. <laughs> like, Kansas was a, it was a different place. It was super flat. Uh, it was just different. The town that we were in, there was not a lot to do. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, the roommates, they were pretty cool. I liked my roommates, but it was, it was a totally different situation. I mean, it's something you have to go experience. Um, talking about it's one thing, but actually experiencing it and going through something, it's just, it's different. Yeah. So, you know, finding words to explain that. But no, it's good to talk to somebody about it, though. I, uh, you know, I hope the interview wasn't too bad. I talk a lot. I can't. No, I, I enjoy it, man. I, I wanted it. to hear your story, and you, uh, you're very good at telling tell, telling me your story. It's been interesting and fun. I, I got to say thank you so much, man. It, man. it means a lot to me that you were willing to come on the show and say your piece. It really does help me, and it means a lot to me. I, I thank you. No, I appreciate it, man. I got to get back to studying. And, no, you're uh, the best, man. To- yeah. No, seeing what comes out. No, I uh, I love your dad. I love you as a person. I love you as a player and the person off the field. So I just wish you the best. I'm rooting for you in life and in football. And uh, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. And good luck with finals. Yeah, no problem. Good yeah, luck with finals. Thank you, man. You too. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, Have a great man. one. Yeah, take care. Bye. Well, uh, that was much longer than I expected. I did not expect that to go an hour and seven minutes. But um, he is a... I mean, clearly knows how to tell a story, wants to talk a lot. He wanted to get his part out, which I thought was interesting. Um, I don't know what to expect from Last Chance U. I don't know if they're going to portray him one way or another way. I don't know because it's what they do with, you know, um, reality TV is they will literally Frankenstein clips and Frankenstein things you say to make it sound like you said something else. I don't know what to expect. I know that I love Last Chance U. It's my favorite football show. And uh, it was interesting to hear his perspective, and I don't know that he plays that much in Last Chance U season three, but I'm very curious to watch and see what happens. Um, Brandon B is a a good guy and a guy I'm rooting for uh, in life, and it sounds like he's done with football, which is sad. It is, um, you know, to be burned out by football is something I understand completely, and it sounds like that's kind of where he's at. And uh, there's one last thing he touched on: girls. He touched on girls and uh, high school football. And I, I don't think he, he, he made it sound like he had a problem. I don't think he did. I knew him in high school. I don't think his girlfriend was in the way. But I will say this unrelated is I, I have this dream. I want to build a podcast. I want to make a bunch of videos. And I don't think I should have a girlfriend even. I think that I need to focus on football or sorry, focus on making my show, focus on doing podcasts and focus on making videos rather than going on dates because I can go on a date every night if I want. I know even the way I look, I swear to God, I really can. <laughs> but you know, it's. I'm focused on what I want to do. And I think if you're a 16 year old who has a dream to play college football, don't worry about girls. Don't worry about this or that. Focus on your dream of playing college football. So um, interview is interesting. It was, again, way longer than I expected. I'll probably break this all out into a just an hour long video. 
put it out. I don't know. Maybe I'll cut it, Frankenstein it together. Maybe I'll do nothing with it. I don't know. You know, it's I don't know what to cut out of that. It's interesting. I really wanted a 15 minute clip. And so I learned that next time I'll probably tell the guy, hey, I want to talk for 15 minutes and it'll be more concise. But uh, he just kept going. And I was like, hey, I'm going to hear what he has to say because it's interesting stuff. So I hope you enjoyed that. I I don't know what to make of that. I don't know what I'm going to play from that or what you'll see from that. But it was interesting and it was a fun to uh, it was fun to hear his side of the story. Thank you so much for watching. I really, really appreciate it. Remember, Last Chance You season three releases on Netflix July 30th. I believe that is a Friday. And so I, I hope you enjoyed Brandon's story. He's a great, great person, a wonderful human, and um, he was a joy to train with back in the day. So I'm rooting for him and no matter what he does in life, and I really appreciated him coming on the podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to Strong Opinion Sports on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and on YouTube. You can find the full entire hour-long podcast on YouTube as well as my best, most interesting clips Help me grow this podcast by telling your friends about the show. Share this on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever it is. Help me grow Strong Opinion Sports by telling your friends about the show. My name is Zach Schaumler. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I love doing this show. It's my favorite thing in the world. And uh, I will be back next week. My next podcast. Oh, I forgot to say this. This is very, very important, actually. My next episode of the podcast is going to be just about the NFL. Nothing else. It will be... A, about a six-minute segment on every single team in the NFL. All 32 teams, six minutes for each team, what their record will be and why. And I have a whole, I have 17 pages like organizing every single week of the NFL. Um, and I, I, I have winners and losers and who's going to win. And I will tell you every single team's record and why I believe they will have that record. I've been scouring everything I could trying to get as much information as possible. And I'm very, very excited. The next podcast episode will not be anything other than NFL predictions. It will be probably way too long. I'm so excited and I really hope you enjoy it. So my name is Zach Schaumler. Thank you so much for tuning in. I, I just love this, man. I'm so grateful for you guys. And I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. But I'm bum. Bam. We are